Hello and welcome to the Daily Royal. My name is Shelby and I have been a royal watcher for the past 10 years. In this podcast, I talk about the daily events of seven of the European monarchies. So I talk about Belgium, the UK, Denmark, the Netherlands, Norway, Spain, and Sweden. I upload Monday through Friday with occasional bonus episodes here and there. Today we are talking about all of the events from Friday, September 17th through today, which is September 19th of 2021. You guys, I'm going to be very honest and say I don't have a lot to say before we get started, which is actually kind of okay. I do want to quickly mention, of course, though, like um, some goals that I have for this week's episodes. Um... I want to continue just obviously being consistent. Like, that's really where I want to be right now. Um, I will continue to post updates on everything. So, I'll be honest. Like, everything is going really well, really smoothly. Um, But I'm making some big changes that I want to start launching in October. Um, I hoped to launch a lot of them in September. And that just didn't happen um, for a lot of reasons. Yep. So I am going to start a lot of those hopefully in October or at least a couple of them. Um, And so there's a lot of stuff happening behind the scenes that I haven't made a lot of progress on, but I decided today to set my deadline as October 1st for a lot of these things. Um, So hopefully that will all go smoothly and we'll get a lot done over the next 10 days or so that we have left in September. So with that, we are going to jump in with our updates and we are going to start today with the Belgian royal family. Belgium. In Belgium over the past few days, we have had um, one event, so not a huge weekend for the Belgian royal family, which is totally fine. I don't ever expect royal families to have weekends that are like full of engagements. Um, Occasionally, of course, it's super nice, but I never expect it, uh, which is why usually I compile three days into an episode over the weekend because it's never super busy. Uh, This is why I do this the way I do. Um, And even when I had a different recording schedule, I would still always put Saturday and Sunday combined with another day. Uh, One, to give myself a couple days off, um, but two, to also like make sure there was enough content to make even a 15-minute episode. Um, And so that has certainly been the situation for a very long time at this point with the the podcast. Um, But today was car-free Sunday in Belgium. So I think I mentioned this early this week or last week um, when King Philippe rode a bike to a engagement that he had. Um, It's just pretty atypical, but I knew that this was a thing that they do in Belgium, uh, car-free Sunday. But I also always thought it was on a Sunday, which it is. And so that was actually today. So it was just King Philippe being uh, environmentally responsible because it was a very short distance. So good on him. Um, so today, the royal family, so King Philippe, Queen Mathilde, Princess Elizabeth, Prince Emmanuel, and Princess Eleanor went on this adventure. Um, so they rode their bikes in the city of Ghent. Um, they visited the university there as well as the library, but they rode their bikes through the town. 
And so it was the king and queen and those three children. Prince Gabriel is already in the UK studying for his, like, year-long um, course in science and engineering and STEM things. Um, and so the three children that are in Belgium right now took part, uh, which is very similar to what happened last year. Uh, Elizabeth didn't partake in the event because she was already in uh, military academy. So that is what they were up to today. It looked like a really cool event. Um, there was a lot of posing for pictures, um, which was really exciting. Just like, I love that they do this as a way, one, to see um, the whole family together, but also like to promote something that is so important, like bike-free day or car-free days, not bike-free days, please we use your bike, um, but car-free days to support like environmental awareness for sure. Um, you know, I just think it's a really important thing. So I was very happy that they were promoting this event. Um, so with that, that is what was going on today in Belgium. So now we are going to move over to the UK. there were a couple of different events over the weekend um so on friday the finalists for the earthshot challenge were officially announced so there are four categories and uh finalists were named in each category i believe four or five finalists i'm i'm not entirely sure um to be like perfectly honest I will fully watch the Earthshot Prize, like, ceremony. Um, I'm very invested in that. I just think, like, the announcement of the finalists isn't, like, a huge... I mean, it's a huge deal because it's the first one. Um, but I'd much rather, like, cover the Earthshot Prize ceremony in a lot more entirety. Um, and so, anyway, uh, the prince... The prince? The Duke of Cambridge. He's a prince, but the Duke of Cambridge... Um, presented those uh, finalist names um, with a little bit of commentary on each one because there were some that are really, really awesome. Um, you know, I saw one that was like a little, um, I think she's 14. I'm calling her little. She's obviously not super little, but like a 14-year-old who uses a solar iron, um, like a clothes iron. It's solar powered and she goes around to like help people iron their clothes without using electricity, um, which is amazing. Um, and then there were lots of other cool stories like that, um, that I will share more in depth when like the winners are announced, um, because I'm really excited for that. So that award ceremony is in October. Um, so we will see a bit more of it then. Um, but that was the event on Friday. And then to my knowledge, there wasn't anything on Saturday. Like I couldn't see anything. Um, and again, I'm no longer doing the court circular, so I don't know. Um, that's just a trial run for September. We'll see what happens from there. Um, and then for today, this morning, the Prince of Wales and Duchess of Cornwall attended a Thanksgiving service at Westminster Abbey um, to mark the anniversary of the Battle of Britain, um, which is an annual Thanksgiving service at Westminster Abbey. I can't remember, though, if there was one last year because pandemic. Um, 
I know there have been a few service of Thanksgivings that the uh, Prince of Wales and Duchess of Cornwall and or um, other members of the royal family have attended, but I, I don't remember if one of them was the Battle of Britain in September of last year. Um, just because in September is when kind of things were spiking again, um, and so people were getting uh, more into a lockdown, I guess. So that is what today's event was. Um, again, like, not sure if this means that they're back in London um, or if they will resume engagements in Scotland this week. I guess we'll just see because um, I know there was one day where the Duchess was in Clarence House and then like two days later she was back up in Scotland. So it very well could be that they returned to Scotland. Um, I'm not going to make any assumptions this time and we'll just see what happens. Um, so that is what I know right now. I don't have any events um, that I know of scheduled for the rest of the week. In fact, a lot of royal families, for some reason, just, like, haven't posted their calendars, um, which is bizarre. So, anyway, that is what was going on today in the UK, and so now we are going to move over to the Danish royal family. Denmark. In Denmark over the weekend, there were actually no events on Saturday and Sunday, but on Friday there were two different events. Uh, so first, Queen Margrethe attended or visited the Army's Officer School um, to unveil two new art projects. Um, so obviously, if you have been listening to this podcast for any amount of time, really, um, longer than like today is your first day or like a week um, and have a general knowledge of royalty around the world. Uh, Queen Margrethe is super artsy and like very into all things art. Um, I know in like an upcoming thing she's had a huge part in scene uh, creation and costumes. I can't remember what it's for. Um, but, like, every year she designs costumes for a new Nutcracker performance. I mean, it's just, like, it's so much and it's wonderful and it's, like, never... I guess kind of Queen Elizabeth also wears her hobby on her sleeve, like, in terms of dogs and horses. Like, you're very aware that she loves um, her corgis and her horses. Like, everyone knows this. Um, well, maybe not so much the horses, but for sure the corgis. And Queen Margaretha kind of does the same thing. Like, everyone just kind of knows she's really artsy. Um, and so I think this is, like, a perfect engagement for her. Um, it seemed really cool. It seemed like she was really interested, um, which is always awesome. Um, so that was her event. And then at the same time, Crown Prince Frederick was marking the... 100th? No, that can't be right. It's not the 100th. Um, hold on. Let me make sure I'm saying the right year, because I think it's 500th now that I'm thinking about it. The 5th? No, it is the 100th anniversary of the 5th Thule Expedition, um, which is the expedition of Knud Rasmussen. Um, I don't know what this is. I don't know what a Thule Expedition is 
is I don't understand. I have no idea. Um, but I know that it's also celebrated around the time of the Northern Lights Festival, so it marks the opening of the Northern Lights Festival. Um, and so this is just like one of those very Scandinavian events that like does not make sense to me because I am not from Denmark. Um, there are a few of those in every country that I'm like, I just don't get why this is a thing. Um, and this is one of them. I don't understand why this is a thing. Um, because I just don't understand it because I'm not Danish. So it's okay. I just am like, oh, what is this event? I don't understand what's happening. Um, but overall, again, just like a really cool event, both for Frederick and Queen Margrethe to have on Friday. Um, that being said, Crown Prince Frederick has now taken over as regent in Denmark, which means, um, Queen Margrethe is either on a vacation or just like taking a week off. Um, which, okay. <laughs> okay. Uh, so Crown Prince Frederick is serving as regent, but it does seem like the Danish royal house, in contrast to, like, the Norwegian royal house, really just still is, he's referred to as, like, the Crown Prince, um, whereas, like, in Norway, anytime Akun serves as regent, he is the Crown Prince regent, um, and, like, has a title above his mother, the Queen Consort, so... Um, Denmark is a little bit different, of course, and that's fine. So I just wanted to let you know, like, oh, this is why if you've listened for a long time, like, that's why Akun gets called this when he serves as regent and Frederick still gets called crown prince, um, because that is still his title. His title does not change because he's regent. Um, so he will be serving, I think, for the rest of the week into next weekend, um, which is fine. So with that update from the Danish royal family, it does seem like it's going to be a rather quiet week from Denmark, but we'll see what happens. Um, and so now we are going to move over to the Dutch royal family. The Netherlands. Moving on to the Netherlands, we had one event over the weekend, and that was actually today. Uh, today, King Willem Alexander attended a opening for the new Holocaust Memorial in Amsterdam. The memorial consists of 100, 102,000 names of Dutch citizens who lost their lives during the Holocaust, whether that be Jewish people, Romani, Gypsy, what we now refer to as LGBT people. And, uh, I don't know why. I mean, I do know why. Obviously, it is like a great world tragedy, but literally for some reason, every time I talk about the Holocaust in events that pertain to the royals, I just get very emotional. I think because for a lot of the countries we I talk about every day and you guys listen to every day and they were so strongly affected. 
Um, you know, King Willem Alexander's mother was raised in Canada, basically, during the war because the Netherlands, Holland, became this epicenter for um, the Nazis. I mean, it just became horrible. I mean, and so did Norway and Sweden and Denmark. Um, and you know, with the UK, like they, they fought, they tried, um, they, they succeeded, but still, I mean, very, very war torn. Um, and I think that is such a part of some current monarchs and like, I think that's just such a part of their lives, um, because of what it meant for their parents, their, their childhood, um, and then rebuilding after a horrible tragedy like this. Um, and it's just really, really impactful. You know, obviously King Willem Alexander is 54, 53, 54, somewhere in there. I think 54. And so like, obviously he was not alive during the war, but his mother certainly was and, uh, you know, had to witness her mother and grandmother rebuild a country, Af like be a part of rebuilding a country after this horrible thing and the grief and, you know, I just think it's so impactful and it, it shaped Europe in a way that is much different than how it shaped the U.S. Certainly it did shape the U.S., of course, um, but it shaped it much differently. And it affected these countries very differently. Um, you know, the Netherlands is one of the largest populations that was lost in the Holocaust due, uh, except for, of course, Germany, um, because they fell very early uh, and very quickly. And so I think, um, I respect the heck out of King Willem Alexander for going to these things and being so, um, one himself. I mean, he's being very much who he is as a person and as a king and, um, but just being so solemn and understanding of the impact that it has had long-term on his country. Um, I just think it's amazing. And so that is what was going on today. The memorial is beautiful. Um, I will have pictures posted uh, later in the day today. I actually took like a four-hour break from recording um, between Denmark and now I got really, really I just stopped. I did not feel good. Um, so I just had to stop recording for a while. Um, and now it's 1045 at night. So, um, I will get pictures and stuff posted tomorrow, but that is what was going on in the Netherlands today. Um, it is a big week coming up for them as they have, um, it's called Prince's Day, which is like budget day. It's kind of the opening of parliament, um, for the new fiscal year. Um, event. So that'll be later this week. Um, I think Tuesday. Um, so we'll talk about that more then. Um, 
but yeah, just a really um, good solemn event today from the Dutch royal family. So with that, we are going to go ahead now and move over to Norway. Norway. In Norway, there were a couple of things going on on Friday. So, typical Friday events in Norway included the meeting with the Prime Minister that King Harald had. I do believe this is the, uh, current prime minister, not the new labor prime minister, um, as I don't think that government has taken effect yet, just on my research. Um, Norway's process has been so simple that like it's not this long drawn out thing that requires days of research, uh, which some countries are, like Spain and Belgium uh, and the Netherlands is requiring a lot right now as they still don't have a full government. Um, so it's just an interesting <laughs> process, but I do believe that King Harald met with the current prime minister, not the new incoming. Um, so the caretaker prime minister is basically what she is right now. Um, and then he also presided over the council of state. Um, he did these things solo. So usually Crown Prince Akun is taking part in both of these events, but he was on a event um, where he took part in a similar journey that his, oh, hold on, let me count the generations, great-grandfather, I think is what we're going with. So his father is Harald, his grandfather is Olav, and his great-grandfather is King Akun. Yes. So his great-grandfather took this similar journey a hundred years ago to open a new train line called, I believe, the Dovre line, Dover line. Um, I'm not entirely sure how that is pronounced. Um, so Crown Prince Akun took very similar, um, took part in very similar events, such as a, like a breakfast at a train station. Um, he rode a steam train, or uh, yeah, a steam train locomotive um, around the mountainscape on this line. Um, so I think it's more like a scenic line that is also, of course, used for transportation to like the more populous parts of Norway. I'm not entirely sure, um, but it looks like a really cool event, of course, to mark a uh, 100th anniversary, which is really cool as well. Um, so that is what was going on over the weekend. This was only on Friday. There haven't been any other events over Saturday or Sunday. However, on, I think, Saturday morning, um, a new photo was released by the Norwegian and Swedish royal households um, at the same time with uh, Crown Prince Akun, Crown Princess Metamar, and Princess Ingrid Alexandra, as well as Crown Princess Victoria, Prince Daniel, Princess Estelle, and Prince Oscar. Um, apparently last weekend they all got together and decided to release a photo to all of us for us to lose our minds because who knew we needed that. Um, but we did. So that was a really fun picture to see over the weekend. I will probably 
put that up on the website as well and Instagram because, oh my gosh, amazing. Um, so that is what was going on in Norway. And now we are going to move over to Spain. Spain. In Spain, we had one event over the weekend as well, and it was on Friday. Um, so Queen Letizia took part in the final of FameLab Spain. Um, so FameLab is this international, I think, or maybe just European um, event marking, uh, it's, this is, it's so hard to explain. Um, I literally just, my brain stopped working trying to explain this. So it is a monologue competition to make science more engaging, essentially. So during the final, uh, I don't know, I think it's 10, uh, the finalists go up, they give a 10 to 15 minute presentation. So it's like a TED talk but really focused only on STEM topics. And Queen Letizia has been presiding over these finals since 2012 or 2013, like before she was even queen. Um, and they're really fun. They're really entertaining. They used to be held at um, a club called the Galileo Club. Um, I, they've still been held there a couple of times in previous years, but like, it's just a really fun event, um, that is really engaging. Um, I've watched this event live before, like I did not watch this year's, um, but I have watched it live before. It's really fun, engaging, even when it's in, uh, Spanish and, uh, and then these competitors, so the winner will go to a international competition of FameLab, um, and he'll represent Spain. Um, so Queen Letizia goes, presides over the event, delivers the uh, first prize, first prize, first place. It is very late. I'm very tired. I do not stay up this late anymore. Uh, first place award, and. Um, then like takes a photo op with all the finalists. It's, it's a really good time. It's a really fun event. Um, and this time, of course, it was like a few days after her birthday. So there were still like some ongoing birthday recognitions, which is always fun. Um, yeah, it was just like a good, a good time. It's a good, fun, wholesome event that is like really engaging. Um, and for people who watch it, um, it's still super niche, but like, for the people who do watch it, I think it's really informative and, like, a really interesting way to bring science uh, topics into normal people's lives. Um, kind of like, oh gosh, I don't even remember. Neil deGrasse Tyson, is that his name? Uh, the astrophysicist or the physicist who's, like, wrote a book, uh, like, Physics for Everyday People or something like that. Um just making things accessible, I think is really, really important. So that is what this is. 
Um, so really cool thing all together um, and just a fun event. So that is what was going on in Spain. Spain, strangely, it is now, um, let's see, 4 a.m., almost 5 a.m. in Spain. And as of the last time I checked, they still haven't posted their calendar for next week, also known as this week. Um, I'm sure it'll be posted by the time I wake up in the morning, uh, but it hasn't been yet, which is interesting. They have released it to the media, but they haven't put it online yet. So, oh well. Um, so that's what was going on in Spain. And now we are going to move over to the Swedish royal family. Sweden. Sweden is a country that had just all the things. Um, there were like five events on Friday. Um, I didn't write all of them down. I am going to just go ahead and read them off on the calendar because this is bizarre. Um, if you hear my trackpad clicking in the background, sorry, I forgot to uh, just use tap to click on this one. So we're going to just pull up Friday look through today, which is Sunday still for me. All right, so King Carl Gustav held audiences with new ambassadors from Poland, Switzerland, the Ukraine, Pakistan, and Finland. Um, he also met with the presidents of Estonia, Latvia, and Lithuania. He also delivered the Vega Medal and awarded the Order of the of the North Star to the uh, head of the Finnish Armed Forces. So that is for just King Carl Gustav. One, two, three, four events on Friday. And then... Queen Sylvia on Friday uh, attended the graduation for the Sylvia Helmets, um, like their graduation ceremony, um, and the Sylvia Helmet is the Sylvia's home for um, various aging dementia topics, so Alzheimer's dementia, um, it's just some of those geriatric things that happen. Um, and then... On Saturday, King Carl Gustav took part in the 90th anniversary of the uh, Malar Scouts, um, which is, of course, a scouting organization. Um, and King Carl Gustav is extremely involved in scouting within Sweden. Like, he's the honorary president. He might just be the president in general. Um, very, very involved with scouting. Uh, it's like one of his things. So that is what was going on today and over the weekend in Sweden. Uh, it does look like they have a busy week ahead. Their schedule has finally come out. And so lots going on there. And so with that, I'm going to go ahead and end this episode. I'll be very honest haven't edited the Netherlands through Sweden, uh, edited the first three countries and then 
now it's 11 o'clock so I am gonna upload this and go to bed I may edit it tomorrow and repost it um, but if you're listening to the unedited version hello thank you um, and I will talk to you all tomorrow have a fantastic Monday bye